0: I'm Micah Boyette, and you're listening to The Slow Way. This is a podcast about the slow goodness of pursuing a sacred love that transforms everything, including you and me. It's a quiet space where all of us frantic strivers, serial doers, and weary achievers are invited in for a moment of reflection, an opportunity for prayer, and a chance to practice going slow in a world that often values only speed, success, and power. Our culture loves to tell us that life is frantic and there's nothing we can do about it. But friends, we know what's real. The true thing is deep down underneath the surface, we're loveless. And sometimes we just have to stop long enough to notice. So here, let's try. Have a seat. Just for a few minutes. Let's go the slow way. Today is Good Friday, one of the days of the Christian calendar that I've always connected most deeply to. Not because I love thinking about crucifixion or because I think I can possibly grasp what happened on the cross, but because it's a day we're all allowed to be sad and mad and heartbroken and quiet at church. And if you ask me, we could all do with a lot more of those kinds of days. I wrote this poem back in 2013 for my church in San Francisco's Stations of the Cross service. Just a little explanation Traditionally, in the Catholic Church, there are 14 Stations of the Cross. Only eight of those have a clear scriptural foundation. And because Protestants love to make sure it's in the Bible, sometimes not all 14 of those moments are marked in every Good Friday service. But if you have a chance today to walk through the Stations of the Cross, I highly recommend making space to do so on this day. Some Catholic and Episcopal churches will have their doors open for prayer today. Some have paintings and images available to help you walk through them. There are plenty of prayer gardens with marker points for the Stations of the Cross. If Good Friday has not been a practice for you in the past, I hope you'll take a chance on it this year. There's something deeply meaningful about feeling the suffering of this day so that you can lean all the way into the joy of Easter. This poem was written in response to the eighth station of the cross. The women of Jerusalem weep for Jesus. This particular part of the story is taken from Luke 23, 27 through 31. A moment when Jesus turns to the women who are weeping for him after he has dropped the cross he had been forced to carry on his parade of suffering through the city. Simon of Serene, a stranger, we think, to Jesus, has been picked out of the crowd on this strange parade and forced to carry it for Jesus, who is already so beaten and weak from his abuse that he can no longer carry the giant slab of wood still, Jesus is able to talk. He turns to some women in the crowd who are weeping over his suffering and says the strangest thing, something I was always drawn to, even as a girl, because my ears always perked up every time women were involved in the Jesus story. He tells these women, hey, stop weeping for me and start weeping for yourselves. Things are going to get so bad that you'll wish you'd never had babies, ladies. Then he talks about trees, for if these things happen when the tree is green, what will happen when it's dry? I wrote this poem at a moment when I was very close to the birth-giving, breastfeeding, baby-carrying part of my life. And my hope was to work out Jesus's strange words for myself. What is he trying to say to these women? Why not just say, thanks for caring about me? What is he thinking about when he mentions the green tree versus the dry tree? This poem isn't meant to answer those questions, but simply to sit with the moment. Today, we're going to do it a little differently around here. I'm going to read this poem as our prayer practice. Wherever you are, I invite you to listen with care, to imagine the moment, to ask the Spirit of God to let a word or phrase rise above the others so that you can carry it with you today and into the weekend. I'll begin with reading the passage from Luke 23, and then I'll read the poem. After the reading, we'll have our own moment of silence a moment for you to acknowledge to yourself or possibly write down the word or phrase you were drawn to. Then I'll read the poem one more time. When I read it the second time, listen for a takeaway. What do you need to think about, consider, or respond to from these words? Then we'll have another moment of silence. Luke chapter 23, verses 26 through 31. As the soldiers led him away, they seized Simon from Cyrene, who was on his way in from the country, and put the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A large number of people followed him, including women who mourned and wailed for him. Jesus turned and said to them, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep for yourselves and for your children. For the time will come when you will say, Blessed are the childless women, the wombs that never bore and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. Or if people do these things when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? This poem is called Daughters of Jerusalem. Blessed is the womb that never felt one tiny foot. Press out and drag slow inside. A living lump beneath skin, a curled child who begs to stretch. Gravity presses even the unborn toward Earth's dust. Blessed are the empty breasts, the woman who never held the baby's body against her own rocking in the late night darkness, eyes closed, bodies alive, both clinging to the other for living milk. Blessed are you, woman. The days are coming when you will be called safe, you without grief, for the tender bodies or the world's sharp corners. Children crash and tear and never come home whole. Blessed are you who grieve the teacher's dying, watch his moaning crawl along the broken road. Blessed are you who weep for his blue beaten body, his wretched stumble under splintered wood. Blessed woman, you who well his torn flesh, its dangle toward earth, You who grasp hope that he'll summon angel warriors, blast this barren hill with light, burn bright this dried up death. Blessed are you who beg mercy. Daughters of Jerusalem, it would be better if you'd never held the living beneath your skin, known the weight you carried. You point toward what is taken here, The word that speaks us into being is silenced, the celestial carrier of hope emptied. He speaks desperation. He leaves his body. But he is pregnant with mystery. He gathers the cosmic collection of every hopeless sigh, every loss, every hatred formed against another, every embittered soul, every unloved and unlover it enters him the great hot chasm of sin he opens his chest wide to hold the oozing dark weep you who cannot undo the life you've made the small hands the legs that wobbled and tipped toward earth grieve the children grieve the tree as it falls, let the green wood thump into the loose dust. Earth gives life green, then dries it brown. We take wood and form it, either to table or death tool. Who can say? of Jerusalem blessed is the womb that never felt one tiny foot press out and drag slow inside a living lump beneath skin a curled child who begs to stretch gravity presses even the unborn toward earth's dust Blessed are the empty breasts, the woman who never held the baby's body against her own, rocking in the late night darkness, eyes closed, bodies alive, both clinging to the other for living milk. Blessed are you, woman, the days are coming when you will be called safe, you without grief, for the tender bodies or the world's sharp corners. Children crash and tear and never come home whole. Blessed are you who grieve the teacher's dying, watch his moaning crawl along the broken road. Blessed are you who weep for his blue beaten body, his wretched stumble under splintered wood. Blessed woman, you who wail his torn flesh, its dangle toward earth. You who grasp hope that he'll summon angel warriors, blast this barren hill with light, burn bright this dried up death. Blessed are you who beg mercy. Daughters of Jerusalem, it would be better if you'd never held the living beneath your skin. Known the weight you carried? You point toward what is taken here. The word that speaks us into being is silenced, the celestial carrier of hope emptied. He speaks desperation. He leaves his body, but he is pregnant with mystery. He gathers the cosmic collection of every hopeless sigh every loss, every hatred formed against another, every embittered soul, every unloved and unlover, it enters him, the great hot chasm of sin. He opens his chest wide to hold the oozing dark. Weep, you who cannot undo the life you've made, The small hands, the legs that wobbled and tipped toward earth. Grieve the children. Grieve the tree as it falls. Let the green wood thump into the loose dust. Earth gives life green, then dries it brown. We take wood and form it, either to table or death tool. Who can say? Thanks for listening to The Slow Way. I hope that you'll walk away from this particular episode considering that word or phrase or takeaway from your time with this poem. Choosing a moment of quiet and allowing yourself to be slow here with me is no small thing. When we move, even for a few minutes, at a pace that refuses to conform with the culture around us, we make space for God, for wisdom, for a vision of ourselves and others that can only be seen when we take the time to pay attention. What I'm trying to say is we make space for love. It's a well-done us. I'm proud. I want to thank Val Schleter for managing my social media and Carson Boyette for designing each week's downloadable image. Also Jason Boyette for designing our slow-way graphic and the talented Angelina Marie for editing. If you're interested in more words on the slow-way, you can sign up for my newsletter at micaboyette.com, And if you do, you'll receive access to one of those free downloadable images from Carson. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Boyette and find my book found wherever books are sold You can also review The Slow Way on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, but don't do it today. Save that for the Easter season, y'all. And just P.S., we'll have another special edition of The Slow Way on Easter Sunday. Keep your eyes open for that. I'd love to spend a few minutes with you that day. Until then, friends, let's go the slow way. See you next time.